I don't know. In fact, I don't know what I don't know. But at least I know that, and I understand it's a pretty good place to start. It has been about 30 years since I last put time and effort into the puzzle of Sasquatch. For reasons I'll reveal in upcoming content, I am getting back into the quest for knowledge about Sasquatch. In the intervening time, the subject has become astonishingly broad, and I am downright flummoxed with some of the directions it has taken. So you know where I'm coming from. When I last looked at this puzzle, Sasquatch was the quintessential monster in the woods. Pretty straightforward and simple, except they are remarkably elusive. With little more than the following information, I was satisfied with my answer. Awareness of things around me in the deep woods. That sparked my interest. The Patterson-Gimlin film seems to stand the test of time. Early, serious studies on footprints and trackways, and the occasional handprints. And the Sierra sounds. Parts of that were certainly not just apes chattering. Of course, you've heard the phrase, take that with a grain of salt. Well, most of the stories around Sasquatch at the time would require consumption of nauseating doses of salt. Uh, as for sound, I have heard apes chattering, and parts of the Sierra sounds are very different from that. Now, very little has been noted at the time about signs and structures, etc., so those did not weigh into my thinking. And, for my own purposes, I arrived at the following, and I was entirely satisfied with these conclusions at the time. They are certainly not apes. They are hominids. Their footprints are like ours, not like apes. But there are differences. Their hands are like ours, not like apes. They would likely be the closest relative to us on any taxonomic tree. They're intelligent, indicated mostly by language, of course, not technology. They are smart, possibly smarter than us. And I don't mean they use technology or gadgets. People who drive cars aren't necessarily smart. I mean that with the same set of information, they would be able to assimilate it faster than we can, grasp the potential issues faster than we can, reach conclusions faster than we can, and take actions faster than we can. This is probably a big factor in their elusiveness. They know their environment better than we know the one we made for ourselves. And they move like the wind. Uh, provided the wind breaks branches it steps on and crashes through the brush like a bulldozer. When sighted, they normally move to avoid, but there are exceptions. There is little evidence of deadly violence from them, but there is some evidence they can be extraordinarily dangerous, most likely if provoked somehow. So I concluded, basically, they are sentient beings, not unlike ourselves. I still hold to all of those conclusions, and I will continue to do so unless something is otherwise demonstrated in what I learn. Campfire stories aside, it is likely I've been close to these beings, and they have never bothered me. Now, I don't know they exist, only in that I have never clearly seen one. I also don't know there is an honest politician or a smart reporter either. However, 
if there were one of those things, I don't think the best action to take would be to shoot it and hang it up by the heels for the world to see that there had been one. It is said you only see them if they intend it, or if they make a mistake. And I think one made a mistake once. I saw something that was simply not a bear. It was just a shadow, just a fleeting glimpse. But I have seen bears standing up, and I cannot make this shape into a bear standing up. Recently, I've heard language, just briefly, nearby, but it was not a sound made by elk or deer or bear or anything else that I know is there. I heard words being articulated. They sounded vaguely Native American. But I looked in the wrong direction, and the source was gone when I turned around. So you understand how I will approach this issue. I am a software engineer. I am immersed in technology. I know technology has limits, and many people don't understand those limits. I understand the regimens and the language of science, which seem to confuse and frustrate so many people. Perhaps I can help some with that. However, I am perhaps a bit of a cryptid myself. While I work even today to help create remarkable technologies, many of which have barely, if at all, begun to touch the marketplace, I have also experienced events which do not fit into the worldview of most people. Growing up, friends would sometimes ask me to help explain things they experienced. So I was introduced to the paranormal. Over time, I have looked into ghosts and psychics, mediums, and trans channels, and there are interesting things out there. There is also manipulation, trickery, and fraud. However, the paranormal is reality. It's just uncommon. I believe there is a place for the paranormal right alongside science. Using the brain does not exclude understanding the heart. Critical thinking is not the same as personal invective, and it is not a bad thing. I used to be told that people who have money are bad people, because, well, there are bad people who have money. There are biases and fallacies in this topic, like sand in the desert. I try to be aware of cognitive biases and logical fallacies, especially my own, since it is so easy to find them in others. Rule one for this channel. Look it up for yourself. Take responsibility for your own knowledge and the gaps therein. It's important to look things up yourself and to come to your own conclusions. Rule two, I am not looking for proof. I am not looking to prove something. Proof is a badly misused and misunderstood word. Along the way, however, I may run across some evidence. Rule three for this channel, I am not trying to please an audience. What I present may annoy some and offend others and will probably bore even more. I may adopt new ideas which regular visitors are uncomfortable with. It's a big internet out there. Click on. Rule four, constructive participation. As visitors, you are invited to ignore trolls. Don't Allow yourself to be drawn into a pointless argument with an idiot. Trolls will be deleted. When I want to learn something, I look for those who know more. But I also look for those who are on the same basic quest, because they may have different experience than I have.
and those differences can be valuable. I am sharing what I find out and what I learn in the hope that others may find it useful. You're not expected to adopt my thinking as your own. While I am open to other ideas, you should not be surprised if I don't adopt them as my own. Some will feel compelled to share their thinking. As I said, constructive contribution is welcome. Just don't expect that others are going to adopt it as their own thinking. We are all and each in our own places, spiritually, emotionally, and intellectually, and it is rare for anyone to change too much too quickly. We understand best those who are nearer to where we are in these areas, and we understand less those who are in very different places. I have found it best to share and learn rather than to preach and evangelize. I honor those who seek the truth, and I am wary of those who already know it. I will use technology in this because that is who I am and what I do. And yes, I know they seem resistant to being visually recorded. That was true when I could meaningfully use the term filmed, and it remains true with any related or derived technology. I will use the scientific method wherein it is applicable, and I will explore otherwise as needed, looking for ways to apply science. I do not have expectations about what technology will measure, however. I'm even more curious about what technology might not measure, and why. For now, I see the subject of Sasquatch as a 2,500-piece jigsaw puzzle with about 800 extra pieces, no edges or corners, and no clue what the assembled picture really looks like. Though I may feel just now those extra pieces do not fit, I'm no longer certain which pieces don't fit. There are people who I think are credible and serious, who seem dedicated to some of those pieces I currently think may not fit into the solution. This forces me to seriously consider all of it, to not dismiss anything capriciously when trying to fit the picture together. I'm not absolutely certain this is a study of Sasquatch, but they are the leading suspect in a very short list. I do not know what this puzzle looks like anymore, and it has changed beyond what I would have recognized as the old monster in the woods. I started this with the phrase, I don't know. So many people seem to think it's intellectually superior to have an answer for every question. They are so dedicated to having an answer that they will make up crap and spew it in the faces of their closest friends and family, rather than say, I don't know. As an engineer, I far prefer to hear the words I don't know, instead of finding out later that someone was trying not to be blamed for something they aren't sure they didn't do wrongly. To understand the scientific approach I will be using, and since winter is descending now, I will be considering bits of the puzzle that I'm not sure of, and examining my biases related to them. This introspection is to inventory what I think, so I can try not to dismiss anything out of hand. I am simply sharing it for your thoughts as well. I will be examining technologies to be used and developing some for myself. I have much to do in the spring and summer 
but I will be making time for some trips to go squatching. I am the Curious Cryptid, and I believe there is a place for the paranormal right next to science in our lives. I have a need to look into the Sasquatch puzzle, and if you too are interested in this, watch and see what we learn, and perhaps share what you learn.